everyone, Jamie Smith here, and welcome to All Things Leadership, where we explore all the ways that you can lead a life and career that you love. And this is a special episode because it's my podcast's second birthday this week, and I want to take a moment to just thank you for being a listener. I'm so grateful for you. I hope you've had fun learning and growing with me on the show so far. I've had so much fun doing the show for you. I always said when I started that even if I just had one listener, it would be worth my while. And I'm proud to say that I've made it, y'all. I definitely have that one listener and a few more. But what my podcast would love for its birthday is if you'd share my show with a friend. That would be the best gift you could give. Most podcasts don't actually make it to the two-year mark, and I'm beyond proud to be here, but we still have a lot of growing to do, and I need your help. I remember the day that I launched this podcast like it was yesterday, and I had so many feelings that day. I'm such a podcast junkie, and I think that one of the coolest moments for me was when I was scrolling through my library of podcasts where I have all my podcasts saved in my Apple app for easy listening, which is where I hope you all have mine saved. But when I scrolled through and saw my podcast listed there amongst all the other podcasts that I love, it was just a moment, y'all. I felt really proud. I was also really nervous, had a lot of like butterflies in the stomach. I was scared. I was excited. I felt fulfilled. Just so many feelings. So today, I celebrate you as a listener, and I celebrate me too for overcoming many fears along the way as I've put this show out into the world. If I'd let my fears around starting this podcast hold me back, well, guess we wouldn't be here now, would we? And what a shame that would be because I've really enjoyed doing this, and it's really added a layer of, a lot of layers, really, of just joy and fulfillment in my life that was just missing before. But I'm excited for today's topic because one of the things that stops most people from achieving their deeply desired goals in life is fear. Fear is what stops so many people from living the lives they want to live. So how do you get past it? How do you tear down that brick wall standing in front of you with the word fear graffitied all over it? That's what today's episode is all about. I'm going to give you some ways that you can overcome fear, and there are different types of fear, so we're going to talk about those. There's fear of failure, fear of the unknown. There's even fear of success, which is a deeper fear that sometimes doesn't even really surface until you do some digging. You don't even realize that actually it may not be fear of failure at all. It might be that deep down you're afraid to succeed and what that looks like if you do. Something to think about maybe. Fear can be both a basic thing and so complex at the same time. Basic in that we all experience it and it's a natural human experience. Complex in that it can It can come from different places and be rooted in maybe an entirely different fear than the one that we thought it was or the surface level fear. So where do our fears come from then? I love the acronym for fear that's out there that's 
false evidence appearing real. In other words, our fears come from the truths that we believe, the stories that we tell ourselves, that we completely make up in our own heads and we buy into them. The false evidence appearing real is your limiting beliefs. There are beliefs that you can hold that will propel you forward in life, or there are beliefs that you can hold that are going to keep you stuck in life. And the limiting beliefs, the false evidence appearing real, those are the beliefs that are going to keep you stuck. Now let's go over the different kinds of fears now that we know where they come from, those limiting beliefs. So there's the fear of failure that I think so many people can relate to, right? And with this one, we have to remember that we're hardwired to avoid pain, which is a good thing. It keeps us safe in so many ways. And failure, you know, it's not fun. Sometimes it hurts. We feel shame. We feel less than. We feel just, ugh. you know, the emotional pain is what we're avoiding. But what we're also hardwired to do is to learn and to grow, to expand our minds. So if we can learn to accept failure as part of the growing process, because it is just that, part of the process, then we can start to look at it in a more positive light. And you really need to look at failure in a positive light if you want to grow, if you want to be able to embrace growth. Remember this little equation. Failure equals progress. So there's also physical fear, and this is the fear that manifests in your body. It's when you get scared and you feel your heart rate pick up, your, maybe your palms get sweaty, or maybe you get literally sick to your stomach because you're so afraid of something, or maybe you get the goosebumps. So this kind of fear, it could be maybe a phobia of some kind. Um, it could even be something like fear of public speaking, but it's when we experience those physical side effects of fear, and that's when our fight or flight kicks in. And then there's the fear that's anxiety. It's when you're worrying about and you're scared of what might happen in the future. Maybe it's anticipating a tough conversation and you're playing it all out and imagining that it goes poorly. Uh, Maybe it's you switching careers and you are creating all of these reasons why you shouldn't go after it. Um, And all of those reasons are really just your fear talking for why you shouldn't switch careers when you really deep down want to. But it's when you're really trapped in the future concerns over what hasn't even happened yet, that kind of fear. Then there's the fear of the unknown or uncertainty. And with this one, we have to understand that on just a a real basic level as humans, we really want to know what's coming next at all times. I think we can all relate to that, right? We have this deep desire to just know what's coming next. And when we don't know what's coming next, there's just a certain unease that comes along with that for all of us. And we maybe get paralyzed. We don't want to move forward. We just, we stay right where we are because, you know, that that fear of the unknown is just too much. We can't risk it. Many of my clients, when they first come to me, they say things like, I just feel stuck. 
And a lot of times it's because they're not pushing themselves outside of their comfort zones. And it's because of that fear, the fear of the unknown, or maybe the fear of failure that's holding them back. So of course they feel stuck. Makes sense. So now that we've covered the different kinds of fear, there's the physical fear, the anxiety, the fear of unknown, fear of failure. Let's talk about how to overcome it. First, you want to reflect. I think when it comes to moving past any obstacle in your life, gaining some level of self-awareness first and taking a moment to reflect is almost always step one. (laughs) You can't make intentional and meaningful adjustments in your life without doing this. And first, just getting a good understanding of where you're at now. You also want to take a moment to recognize that the fear you're experiencing is trying to tell you something. And since most of the time we're trying to avoid the fear altogether because of the pain that we think is going to follow and that we assume is going to follow, we miss the message that that fear is maybe trying to send us. So we need to be sure to listen when we feel scared. You know, ask yourself why you feel afraid and ask yourself what kind of fear is it that's that's getting in the way here from the kinds of fears that we talked about today. Think of it as like you getting to the bottom of the emotion that you're feeling instead of you just sort of scratching the surface of that emotion and then shoving it down. With any negative emotion or unpleasant emotion, it's totally natural to just, oh, we feel it, and then, oh, push it away. We don't want to feel that. And then what we do is we just stack more emotions on top of it after we've pushed one down. If this is our way of dealing with emotions, it's just sort of like sweeping them under the rug, pushing them down. Then what we end up with is all of these suppressed feelings compounded over time. So rather than just barely allowing yourself to feel those yucky emotions when they do happen, what if you just allowed yourself to fully feel them like all the way, processing them and dealing with them and feeling them instead of pushing them down, moving on, is going to be better for you in the long run because now you don't have a ton of emotions that have been swept under the rug to deal with later because you've dealt with them as you went along, and you learn and you grow so much from doing this. A good question you can ask yourself at the end of each day to start having more awareness around what emotions you may be feeling most often that are um, unpleasant for you, just ask yourself, what is the emotion or feeling I've had most often today? You know, some of us, it's difficult to... Um, at first, maybe stop in the moment and ask ourselves those questions about our feelings. But you can start off by just remembering at the end of each day to ask yourself this, like, what was the prevalent feeling for me today? And why? Why maybe did I feel that way? If you just go day by day experiencing negative emotions and you don't take the time to get curious about those and start asking yourself how you can make things better, you're going to find yourself feeling pretty irritable, frustrated, and probably burnt out. Another way to overcome fear is to make sure that whatever goals you have in place are ones that are doable 
and compelling enough for you to want to take action on now. If you think of your goals, like whatever goals you have in place right now, if you think about those and in your head there's sort of some like fairy tale version of your life that's far off in the distance and it's just sort of this like oh, someday when you think about your goals well someday friends isn't guaranteed if you want that life if you want to achieve that goal it's today that you need to start acting on it And that means that whatever the goal is, there needs to be actionable steps that you can take today associated with it. Like, for example, I have a goal of going to Italy, and I think a lot of people can relate to this one. I'm sure you have somewhere that you'd love to travel to one day. And for a long time, it was one of those goals that I just did that whole like, ah, someday thing too. And I just woke up and realized one day that someday is right now. And I asked myself, what can I do now to start planning for Italy and making sure that that is part of my future? Well, I could start saving money now, even if it's just a little bit for starters. I could get my passport now because I don't even have that, and that's kind of something you need. I can start researching where exactly I want to go, and I can start getting excited about all of the places that I'm going to see one day, and that's going to help me to envision it even more and to manifest it. And just all of a sudden, there's things that I can do in the present, even though my trip to Italy is still a long way out. It's just a matter of really breaking down those big goals that you have into mini goals. If you haven't listened to my episode yet called Goal Setting, you need to go back and listen to that one so that you can start smashing your goals. I'll include the link straight to that episode in the show notes for you. Your goal not only needs to be doable, though, it needs to be compelling enough. You need to be so bought into this goal, and in order to be bought in. You need to feel connected to this goal and a way for you to gain that connection that creates this deep desire for your goal to be achieved is when you think about, like really think about what life would look like if you achieved it. How would life be different, better? Really imagine that. Then you switch your frame of mind to what life would look like if you don't go after this goal, if you don't achieve this thing. Is that a life you're okay with living? Which life do you want to live? Doing this comparison really stirs up some feelings, and these are the feelings that create that connection and that buy-in. It's like instead of the goal just living in your mind now, Now it lives in your heart, too. Your fear shifts from maybe a fear of failure, for example, to an even bigger fear of living a life not having achieved your version of success. Now I'm going to give you another tip here to getting past your fears. And you need to listen up to this one because we're all guilty of this. When we give ourselves excuses... We need to call ourselves out on our BS. 
When you start to hear yourself giving excuses for why you haven't started, why you haven't tried yet, why you don't think you can, why you're all of a sudden just sure that it was never even a good idea to begin with, you know when you're BSing yourself. So call yourself out. Here's maybe what some of those excuses sound like. I'm too tired. I don't have the time. It isn't even really a good idea anyway. Okay, you're too tired. Then get more sleep and make it happen. You don't have enough time? All right, then sit down, look at your schedule, and make the time if it's important to you. And if all of a sudden it's just really not a good idea anymore, then how come? What changed? How can you make it better then? But get honest with yourself. Get clear on your BS and figure out a solution to whatever excuses you're presenting to yourself. You're laying that brick wall, brick by brick, with all of those excuses. And I just want to say, too, that some of those excuses may be completely legit. You have to ask yourself if it's a BS excuse or if it's a legit one, and you'll know the difference. But either way, the important thing is stopping and coming up with a solution. And when you find yourself resistant to coming up with a solution to one of your excuses, then you need to get really honest with yourself and ask yourself if this is even something you really want. Or are you going after this for the wrong reasons and maybe deep down you want something else or you wish you could be pursuing a, another goal? Another really important step, if you want to even call it that, like steps to overcoming fear, is you want to lean into a growth mindset. When we're stuck in a fixed mindset, we have this belief that we cannot change and that things are just the way that they are. And if, like we just talked about, if you need to be able to problem solve and come up with solutions for your excuses, you can't do this with a fixed mindset. Being in a growth mindset is going to allow you to see the opportunities when they exist. It allows you to come up with solutions and problem solve instead of just coming up with more excuses. And a lot of times when we're afraid of something, we get all wound up in the whiffs. You heard me. Whiffs. W-I-F-S. Whiffs is my silly acronym for the what ifs. What if syndrome. <laughs> When I catch myself going, what if this doesn't work out? What if they don't like it? What if they think I'm a phony? What if I fail? I can self-diagnose pretty quickly. It's the whiffs. (laughs) And it brings a little bit of comedic relief to my situation as well. But part of having a growth mindset is that in this moment, you're able to go, but wait, what if this does work out? What if I do succeed? What if they love it? This feels so much better to think about, like these positive what-ifs feel so much better to think about, right? And from this place of feeling good, because you're having those positive what-if thoughts, you take better actions. Our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings create our actions. So if you get sick with the whiffs, you need to pull yourself out. By saying, what if, and something positive. Those negative thoughts and going down that what if this and what if that rabbit hole usually doesn't lead to anywhere good. So flip the script. Do yourself a favor. 
So my earlier equation of failure equals progress, I would like to amend that to failure plus growth mindset equals progress. But as I start to wrap up today's episode, just in general in life, try focusing on the things that you do want. All those painful feelings that we experience from all of our fears, we need to stop focusing on those and instead focus on what we do want, not what we're afraid of. And this can be done through taking just a few minutes each day to manifest your goals. I have a whole episode on manifesting the life that you want, so I don't want to spend too much time here on that. I'll include a link to that episode in the show notes for you too, but if you take the time to focus your mind on what it looks like and feels like to have already succeeded, and you do this every day, your actions are coming from a really good energy And in doing this, you're working on creating some new amazing beliefs, like the belief that it's 100% possible for you. Every time I talk about all this, like visualizing your success and manifestation, I always get this visual in my mind of Harry and Ron uh, standing in front of that mirror in Harry Potter, and it's a mirror where it just shows what their heart's deepest desire is come true on the mirror right in front of them. And so that's really what we're doing, but we're doing it all in our mind is we are just really envisioning what success looks like, and we see that so clearly in our mind that we start to feel all of the good feelings associated with that. So yeah, we don't have a magical mirror of manifestation, but what we do have is our extremely expansive imagination that we all have the ability to tap into and create some amazing things in our lives. So as we work towards our goals and we're busy manifesting the lives that we want, it's important that we just accept failure as part of the journey. When you accept failure in advance, you're less disappointed and you're less afraid of all those failures when they do come. It's sort of like how in a scary movie that you've seen before, um, so you know when someone's about to jump out the next time that you watch it, it's like that, except... No one's jumping out at you, thankfully. You just might stumble and fall along the way, and that's okay. And if you just make peace with that now, it's a lot less painful, and you're going to get back up a lot quicker, too. There's this powerful quote that I share often, and it's that the only difference between successful people and unsuccessful people isn't that the successful people don't have fear. It's that the successful people just choose to move forward with all of the fear. That's all. So decide which person you want to be and know that you're not alone if you're afraid. Fear is a natural part of our human experience, and especially anytime we're doing something for the first time, anytime we're going outside of our comfort zone, a place we've never been before, we all experience fear. So show yourself some compassion along the way and follow all the steps that I gave you in today's episode, and I know that you can achieve all of your wildest, wildest dreams. So cheers to overcoming our fears and leading lives we can love. Until next time, y'all. Bye. Hey, it's me again. 
If fear is what's stopping you from achieving your goals in life, and you need some help understanding those fears and moving beyond them, I can help. Schedule a complimentary discovery call with me by clicking the link in this episode's notes section, or you can visit allthingsleadership.com for more information. I can't wait to help you break through the barriers so that you can lead a life you can love.